Good morning, friends. Today is Tuesday, the 6th of August, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 121, 122, and 123, Micah 1, 1 through 9, Acts 23, 12 through 24, and the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. And hopefully today we have enough time to do a proper service instead of rushing through at the end like we did yesterday. Thanks for bearing with me, my friends. Also, today we commemorate William Tyndale, and if we have time, I will read to you about him. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask, on behalf for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God, you are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God. And we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. The Holy One is in our midst. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalms 121, 122, and 123. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from God, who made heaven and earth. God will not let your foot be moved. The one who keeps you will not slumber. 
The one who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. God is your keeper. God is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. God will keep you from all evil. God will keep your life. God will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of God. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is bound firmly together, to it the tribes go up, the tribes of God, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of God. For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, Peace be within you. For the sake of the house of God, I will seek your good. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the, as the eyes of servants look to their hand, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to our God, until God has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O God, have mercy upon us. For we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than its fill of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Micah, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. The word of God that came to Micah of Moresheth in the days of kings Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah of Judah, which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. Hear, you peoples, all of you, listen, O earth, and all that is in it, and let God be a witness against you, God from their holy temple, for lo, God is coming out of their place, and will come down and, and tread upon the high places of the earth. Then the mountains will melt under God, and the valleys will burst open, like wax near the fire, like waters poured down a steep place. All this is for the transgression of Jacob and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the transgression of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what is the high place of Judah? Is it not Jerusalem? Therefore I will make Samaria a heap in the, in the open country, a place for planting vineyards. I will pour down her stones into the valley and uncover her foundations. All her images shall be beaten into pieces, all her wages shall be burned with fire, and all her idols I will lay waste. For as the wages of a prostitute she gathered them, and as the wages of a prostitute they shall again be used. For this I will lament and wail, I will go barefoot and naked, I will make lamentation like the jackals, and mourning like the ostriches. For her wound is incurable. It has come to Judah. It has reached the gate of my people. 
to Jerusalem. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle B, a song of pilgrimage. Before I ventured forth, even while I was very young, I sought wisdom openly in my prayer. In the four courts of the temple I asked for her, and I will seek her to the end. From first blossom to early fruit, she has been the delight of my heart. My foot has kept firmly to the true path. Diligently from my youth have I pursued her. I inclined my ear a little and received her. I found for myself much wisdom and became adept in her. To the one who gives me wisdom will I give glory, for I have resolved to live according to her way. From the beginning I gained courage from her. Therefore I will not be forsaken. In my inmost being I have been stirred to seek her. Therefore have I gained a good possession. As my reward, the Almighty has given me the gift of language, and with it I will offer praise to God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from Acts chapter 23, verses 12 through 24. In the morning, the Jews joined in a conspiracy and bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 who joined in this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and elders and said, We have strictly bound ourselves by an oath to taste no food until we have killed Paul. Now then, you and the council must notify the tribune to bring him down to you on the pretext that you want to make a more thorough examination of his case, and we are ready to do away with him before he arrives. Now the son of Paul's sister heard about the ambush, so he went and gained entrance to the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this man to the tribune for he has something to report to him. So he took him, brought him to the tribune, and said, This prisoner Paul called me and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to tell you. The tribune took him by the hand, drew him aside privately, and asked, What is it that you have to report to me? He answered, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow, as though they were going to inquire more thoroughly into his case. But do not be persuaded by them, for more than forty of their men are lying in ambush for him. They have bound themselves by an oath, neither to eat nor drink until they kill him. They are ready now and are waiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the young man, ordering him, Tell no one that you have informed me of this. Then he summoned two of the centurions and said, Get ready to leave by nine o'clock tonight for Caesarea, with two hundred soldiers, seventy horsemen, and two hundred spearmen. Also provide mounts for Paul to ride and take him safely to Felix the governor. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle M, A Song of Faith. Blessed be the God and creator of our Savior, Jesus Christ. By divine mercy, we have a new birth into a living hope. 
Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, we have an inheritance that is imperishable in heaven. The ransom that was paid to free us was not paid in silver or gold, but in the precious blood of Christ, the lamb without spot or stain. God raised Jesus from the dead and gave him glory so that we might have faith and hope in God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. After Jesus had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. A centurion there had a slave whom he valued highly and who was ill and close to death. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and heal his slave. When they came to Jesus, they appealed to him earnestly, saying, He is worthy of having you do this for him, for he loves our people. And it is he who built our synagogues for us. And Jesus went with them, but when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to, friends to say to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore I did not presume to come to you, but only speak the word and let my servant be healed. For I also am a man set under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go. And he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and the slave does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When those who had been set, sent, excuse me, when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterwards, Jesus went to a town called Nain. And his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was his mother's only son, and she was a widow, and with her was a large crowd from the town. When, God, when Jesus saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has looked favorably on God's people. This word about Jesus spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Friends, I have a few quick thoughts on our readings today, and it's tough because I really could sit here and ruminate with you all morning and really enjoy it. There is so much to think about, and when I follow the string of thoughts from the scriptures, it is, for me, like following jewels on a chain, and one leads to another, leads to another, but that is that is not the rhythm of my life at the moment, so... I'm just going to kind of throw these at you. (laughs) Bear with me, please. Thank you. So our psalms are all three songs of ascent. And it, you know, these particular ones 
seem to me, at least in the context of today, to be songs of the disenfranchised, harmonizing together while making their hopeful pilgrimage. These would have been songs that were sung, climbing up the steps to the temple. And I think that there's a parallel between that and, and what is going on in our world right now. As we toil up the ascent together, And it is my hope and fervent prayer that we raise our voices together in harmony, that we may find rhythm and support to keep going, to keep moving, to keep ascending. A reading from Micah. An interesting point was the condemnation of Samaria, which was the capital of the northern kingdom at the time, and Jerusalem, the, cap- the capital of the southern kingdom. And, and I think this is interesting because it's like they get extra condemnation because they are geographic leaders within the kingdom. And I think it's true that when a nation or people group is a leader of a larger community, nation, and in our current context, global um, community, that there is a responsibility that comes with that to lead well, right? And in Micah, the prophet is condemning them for not leading well, for leading the people astray, leading them to idols, right? And so Micah says that God is condemning them, but God is doing it mournfully. Like God is wailing like the jackals and jackals and ostriches, interestingly enough, according to my commentary are used here because these were kind of spooky creatures that let out spooky wails and moans and haunted deserted places. So God is going to mourn and I picture the imagery of God like a desert creature roaming the abandoned godly temples and crying out, just wailing mournfully for the people that have turned away from God's way and to other idols. And we're, we're back again to the continued, or we are reminded again of the continued theme that we've had for weeks now of tearing down what is false and rotten at the foundation and needs to go and rebuilding, not even rebuilding, building anew and the transformative process that happens both in the tearing down and in the building new. And I pray very much for that process for our nation's acceptance of our place as a leader in the global community and for for our leadership and God I I pray for renewed faith and um and hope and a renewed sense of the weighty responsibility of leading again in this global community 
and that we may with joy and love in our communal hearts come together and move forward into that sacred trust. Amen. Our reading from Acts, this evil oath that these Jewish leaders take to conspire to kill Paul. I, I cannot think of, well, I was going to say I, I can't think of a more evil thing, but I think that there are times in our present culture when leaders in our community have done that, have come together with an oath to kill someone that they feel threatened by. Um, and that's not to say that they aren't threatening people, but of the other side. And, and I do believe that redemption is always possible. I also firmly believe that those in the conspiracy and acts were not acting within God's will, right? So often we think of the Romans and those acting in concert with them as the enemy, but here in this case, the tribune does what is right. And I think that should give us hope that there are those among the enfranchised who will help right wrongs and see justice done. Because it is so true that in order for an oppressed people group to rise, they need help from among the group considered to be the oppressors. In order for women to get the vote, the men who already had it had to help. And so I think it's all of our responsibility to look around us and to say, how can I lift up those who are oppressed to accept our responsibility as the oppressors and not just bewail, bemoan, and repent of the sins of our people group, which we need to, but also, or and also, I should say, we need to take action to right those wrongs. We need to take action because sometimes, here is the really fucked up thing, my friends. Sometimes the oppressors are within the oppressed group themselves. How many times have you seen women keep other women down? How many times have you seen women side on the side of the white patriarchy? And I use women as an example because it, that's the one I'm familiar with. That's the skin in which I live. But I think the same is true of all oppressed groups, that often there are perpetuators of the abuse within and among the victims of the system. And I think that those are moments when it is incredibly important, even more important, for the reverse to be true, for there to be liberators within the oppressor group. And I know I might be taking the reading a little far, but that's really where it took me today. Finally, in our gospel reading from Luke, this centurion, who again is part of the oppressor group, his heart is so open. He loves these people. He really does take the phrase entrusted to his care seriously, and he cares for them. And I think it is this openness of his heart that enables him to be more faithful than the ones that you would think 
would be faithful, if that makes sense. I think his open-heartedness enables him to be more faithful than the people group from which Jesus came. And I think that 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 should remind us that we don't have... Those of us who are birthright or cradle Christians do not have a leg up on faith. We might even have a leg down because we just accept it in the ways in which we've seen it. And we don't have this, you know, this wonder of new vision. And so I think the lesson here is that the doorway to faith is an open heart. And part of having an open heart means loving the people around us, even when they are different or even difficult. Amen. Friends, let's affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use suffrages set B on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold us now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God. Have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy. For we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope. And we shall never hope in vain. The Collect for this week. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask except through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let's use, as we have been, as our prayer for mission, the prayer of St. Francis. 
the prayer attributed to St. Francis. I believe that can be found on page 833 of the Book of Common Prayer. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. God, today we lift up all of those and those listening. Please feel, please feel free to pray. Oh my goodness. Please feel free to pause the recording and lift in prayer those names that God has placed upon your heart. We pray to ascend together, harmonizing in our toil up the steps of pilgrimage and to the place of resurrection, redemption, and new life. We pray to step boldly, living into our place as leaders in our global community, taking the care of those whom we lead and are led by as a sacred trust. We pray that we, the enfranchised, for most of us are enfranchised in some way, become liberators of the oppressed, and that we are healed from any abusive inheritance that has led us to be oppressors, either of our own people group or of others. May we be healed liberated ourselves so that we may become liberators, dear God. God, may our hearts be open that faith may find a way through. Amen. Let us say together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. 
thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.